We're back in Revelation chapter 4. God bless you guys. We're leaving chapter 3, going to 4. What an awesome time we're going to have here. Listen, we're talking about the corrupt church, and what are the, the dead church and the corrupt church and the compromising church. And we were talking about the angels of the church in Sardis and how they were writing these things, saying, He who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, I know your works, that you have a name, that you are alive but are dead, but you are dead. Be watchful, listen, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready that are ready to die, for I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard, hold fast, and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief in the night. Listen, we talked about that last week. Listen, welcome to Growing in His Word. We were talking about... Last week, the rapture coming, the the thief, how we need to be ready, because Matthew 20, chapter 24, verse 43, explains what's going on, but we need to pray right now. Father, we come before you, we thank you for these uh, radical, uh, just words in your Bible, Father. Lord Jesus, be glorified. Holy Spirit, come, fill this place. Lord, we love you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. The white garments we were talking about, and we also talked about the, how... The white garments, uh, you know, I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before God and before the angels. We talked about the the white garments and how us believers are those who have remained faithful to Christ, unlike some of the believers that have had victory over sin and have demonstrated a practical righteousness, you see, because you, you guys, you got to understand that the Lord promises those who have not defiled their garments and they, that they will walk with him in white for they are worthy. This is the image basically uh, that we talked about of the godly character that, that we have of God. Listen, we see the white garments and they symbolize Basically, the Lord's recognition of godly character and faithful service in the light and and everyone's in this life we have. So, the white is the white is the color of the garments the redeemed will wear in the Lord's presence. So that that's why we're in chapter four. When we go to chapter four, we're going to talk about the the presence of God and and how God's getting us ready to stand before Him and to live with Him for eternity because that's most important. And we talked about that last week, the faithful church and how the angels are writing to the church. To, to John is on the island of Patmos and the angels are, you know, they're, the angels write telling him this. But you notice it always says, he who has an ear, let him hear. Because God wants us to be faithful. Listen, God has a faithful church. We talked about them. We talked about the, the lukewarm church. You see? And we talked about the, the dead church. We talked about the corrupt church. It's the loveless church. We were in the days. We talked about the persecuted church. The angels uh, are giving the message of God, the angels of God, of G, you know, Jesus Christ, to, you know, the angels are, are, are John's, on John's writing these to the churches. Today, it's relevant. 
We talked about sexual immorality and the promise uh, you know, of those who ignore that and get away from it that will they'll have salvation in Christ and they will live forever. You know, we it's amazing. We we're living in the last days. And people are compromising. And we talked about it. And God says, hold on fast. Hold fast because I'm coming. And then we talked about how he said, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Because the Holy Spirit wants us to submit to him and let him work through us and allow him to walk in our lives so we don't have to worry anymore about anything. I guarantee in the end when God comes or when the rapture happens and people are left behind, they're not going to be looking for touchy-feely messages online. <laughs> they're not going to be thinking to themselves, well, uh, well, he said to just smile and let Christ love us and everything's going to be all right. No, that's not to what's going to happen. God's not going to, uh, you know, he doesn't see the itchy ear message where, you know, keep smiling, everything's all right. We believers need to read the Bible and understand the verse that the Bible was left for us so that we can grow in Christ and understand that the seven churches of the apocalypse, it's happening. We're living in the end times and we can see where God will blot out people's names if they're not doing what Christ has told them. And so obedience is the key. And so we went through all these characters of the churches, but there's only one church and that's the church of Philly. And that's where we're at today. We, we see the church of Philly, it, you know, they teach the word of God. They're faithful to Jesus the Church of Philly, you know, they they preserve the faith. They 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 keep the word of Christ. They honor His name. There, there's no criticism on their behalf. Uh, they they have kept the faith of all things in Christ, you know. And the promise is that there's going to be a place in God's presence, a new name that God's going to give them, and a new Jerusalem. And it's going to be radical. I mean, I had a dream that I was. I went to sleep and I woke up and I was in the New Jerusalem. It was, it was awesome. A giant river going through Jerusalem. Beautiful water, crystal clear. It was beautiful. There was, there was beauty. It was just, the, the, the light was so beautiful that it illuminated the whole New Jerusalem. It was just so radical, the dream that I had. And it was just beautiful to see the love, the light represented I mean, when the light hit the ground, it was so much love that you didn't even know what to do. I mean, it was, you can move your body and travel in different directions. But yet, it was, it was a radical dream. And, and that's, you know, that's what Jesus wants to give us, eternal salvation. He wants to give us this radical, awesome, eternal salvation with him. And so we left off last week on chapter four. 
uh, chapter 3, Revelation 3, verse 14. And he's talking about the lukewarm church. And he says, And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, write these things, says the Amen, the faithful and true witnesses, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could, I listen to this. I could wish you were cold. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, verse 16, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot. <laughs> you ready for this? <laughs> this is crazy. I will vomit you out of my mouth. Wow. That's, that's crazy. What does that mean? I will vomit you out of my mouth. Believers. I mean, it sounds like, it's like a child, but you ever, you ever, you ever sung that song to your kid? You put your left foot in, you put your left foot out, you do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. God says, stop it. Stop being on fire one day and not the other. Quit being faithful one day and not faithful the other. I know your works. You're thinking, oh, well, that's, that's, that's crazy. No, listen, God doesn't want us to be uh, warm. You know, I, I met a guy the other day. He's, oh, I've been saved for 35 years. And I said, oh, and he looks at me and he says, oh, how cute. He's on fire. I'm like, excuse me, um, you still need to be on fire. You still need to be that, that love that you have for others in your heart. You need to keep going. You need to get going, man. We're, we need to be ready for, for people who need Jesus. It's crazy, man, because Laodicea was, was 45 miles southeast of Philadelphia, okay? So, and 90 miles east of Ephesus, okay? Not the state of Philadelphia. It was a wealthy city with thriving banks and tex textile industry and medical schools. The city was also known for its sparse water supply. And all these characteristics are played upon in Christ's message here to the church. But the reference is basically the true one. Amen. When he talks about amen here, it's Jesus. Look at into the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, right? These things say the amen, the faithful. Jesus Christ is faithful in our life and he wants to finish everything that he starts in our life and he wants us to keep going. Not one day, one day in, one day out, one day in, one day out. And true witnesses the true witness, listen, the beginning of the creation of God. He says, I know your works that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Listen, we got to be on fire, believers. Some people think, oh, what are you talking about, fire? Be Fire means for none of you non-believers who are listening, it means to have a radical relationship with Jesus Christ showing people that you love Jesus be happy I was just having a conversation last night with this guy and I said look 
We're living in the days when we need to be happy and show people the Holy Spirit in us works. We need to live in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit in us. People need to understand that it's not all touchy-feely and, oh, let me, let me entertain you and, oh, help me tickle you and let me tickle you. Oh, oh, how neat. No, it's not about that, man. It's about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and, and, and keeping it and not going back because God will vomit us out. Listen, he wants us to be on fire be ready in season and out. Timothy, you know, some churches, they claim great faithfulness to the word of Jesus, but they deny his name and his character. Uh, they represent the manner or style of Jesus as something very different from what the Bible shows. Look at the features of the church of Philadelphia. Number one, they had the evangel evangelistic opportunity. He said that I have set before you an open door. The reliance is on God and you have little strength, faithfulness to Jesus. They've kept my word and not have denied my name. The church of Philadelphia is commended for keeping the word of the Lord and not denying his name. Success in Christian work is not to be measured by any other standard of achievement, man. It is not... Uh, rise in ecclesiastical position. It's, it's not the number of new buildings which have been built through a man's ministry. It's not the crowds that flock to listen to any human people. All these things are frequent, are frequently used as yardsticks of success, but they are earthly and not heavenly measures. God doesn't care. About the giant buildings. You see. What Jesus will do for the Christian Christians in Philadelphia. Imagine that. Revelations 3.9. Indeed I will make those uh, people who do this. They, they will stand before Christ. And understand that it's not about that. It's about Jesus. It's about loving Christ and worshiping him and sharing his love and mercy and keeping the faith. You see, it's not about us. It's about Jesus in us. And this is what John is saying on the island of Patmos. The lukewarm, the lukewarm church is lukewarm. And I know your works that you are neither cold. And I'll, and I'll barf you out. Blech. I will vomit you out of my mouth because you say I am rich. Have become wealthy. And have need of nothing. Oh, you don't need me no more. You have your money. You're, you're rich. Remember? They were rich. Fil the, uh, uh, you know, the lukewarm church was rich. Oh, I'm a pastor. I need my Learjet. Somebody fly it in. I got to go to the store to get a Starbucks. <laughs> I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say I'm rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing. And do not know what you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. 
Verse 18, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich in white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye slave that you may see. Wow. Can you imagine that? Believers, God says, I don't want your big buildings. I don't want your money. I don't want your airplanes. I don't want your, your I don't want anything that has to do with money. I want to clothe you in my white garments. Wow. Wow. You see, the church back then was wealthy. It assumed that it had need of nothing when in actually it was spiritually dead. And the church believed that because it had expensive garments, woo, it was well clothed when it was really spiritually naked. It believed that uh, physical sight indicated the ability to see spiritually when it was actually blind <laughs> to spiritual realities. Fortunately, Christ provides spiritual gold, heavenly white garments and healing eye slaves to all who repent. R-E-P-E-N-T. Wow. Shame on the churches today that don't teach the word of God verse by verse. And they fly in these Learjets Act like, and, and they do their business dealings in the church. Oh, God knows your works. You're not a Christian. You're not a pastor. You're a fraud. And God's going to expose you. And he has been exposing you. And you're going to wake up one day standing before God saying, Oh my God, how did I get here? Wow. I could have did it another way. And God said, I sent you other pastors on the radio. I sent you Pastor Yossi. Growing in his word showed you, but many will deceive you in the end. Because James chapter 3 says, My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. This is false pastors. James doesn't give the warning of judgment to others without applying it to himself. Teachers will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Teachers will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and be judged more strictly than others. You see, because we know what's really going on. Jesus is not playing here. He's saying, look, you're lukewarm. You need me. You need me, and I need you. It's a team, man. I mean, God doesn't really need us, <laughs> but he loves us. He wants us. But Christ will vomit the believers out of his mouth, the ones who reject Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, it's a very sad thing to see, you know, pastors and teachers and corrupt 
corrupt pastors and teachers. There's a lot of good pastors out there. Trust me, a lot of good pastors. Many. But there's a lot of false teachers that the the uh, COVID-19 got rid of. And a lot of false teachers that God is getting rid of. And a lot of them die, sadly. A lot, And God deals with it. It's not our job, you know, to judge others. But God will weed out the tares from the wheats and the tares. It talks about in Matthew. And, you know... And that's really what it talks about. But, you know, the Lord the Lord does, uh, you know, want us to be on fire. The church of Laodicea, God wanted to vomit out the, the believers because they were playing games with God. And God doesn't play games. And he says, he says, the white garments is, you may be clothed. You know, this is the, this is the key that, you know. We can't be spiritually naked. We got to be ready, man. So we got to see spirit. We got to be spiritually ready, man. And Christ provides the spiritual gold with the heavenly white garments. And it's important, believers, because it says here, it says, in the fire that you may be rich in white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with I slave that you may see. He doesn't want us to be naked and ashamed in front of him. He wants us to stand with integrity. That's why he left this word for us. And if false teachers and pastors, so-called, are itching your ear and tickling you for that donation and not giving you the word of God, you are not going to be able to stand before God. And that's why James 3 says pastors are going to be judged Differently because of this. Listen. As many as I love, I rebuke because he loves us and he chastens. Therefore, be zealous and repent. And God is saying this. Repent before he takes your light stand out. And we talked about that lampstand in Revelation here. We talked about the, the churches being taken out. Verse, you know, this is what he's talking about. No more lip service, pastors. Teach the word of God verse by verse. Because he rebukes and chastens. Listen, you ever do something and you're trying to play with God? Oh, I could do this, do that. A little leaven leavens the lump, man. You you play with God, you you know, and all of a sudden you're at your work or you're cheating or you're stealing, and God gives you a spanking. It hurts. Nobody likes to get spanked, but he does it because he loves us. We go through so many problems because we put ourselves through problems by not being obedient to Jesus Christ. You see? But God wants to love on us. He doesn't want us to be naked in his sight. He wants us to be spiritually alive. So that we can see the 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 you know ad, and grow through the adversity. You see, he loves us. I love, I rebuke, and chasten because he loves us. Hebrews uh, chapter twelve verse six says, "Because the Lord disciplines the ones he loves, and he chastens everyone he he accepts as his son." Wow, amazing! He 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 whips us the ones he loves. 
What do you mean, Pastor? He whips us. Yeah, he stops things in our life so he can get our attention because he loves us. I mean, God will take us behind the woodshed because he loves us. He says, therefore, be zealous, okay, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come, I will come into him and dine with him. Wow. And him, and listen, and he with me, to him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Wow. Here he's declaring three in one. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Listen, here he's saying, I'll sit down with you and have lunch. We'll dine together. I'll be your father. You'll be my son. You'll be my daughter. I will have that relationship with you. And, and you and I are together. What a radical, awesome. Oh my God, it's beautiful. What a beautiful promise, man. That Jesus Christ is going to take us, have a relationship with us, sit down with us, eat with us, love on us, be our father, and we are his son. And all we got to do is sit in his love and mercy and grace. What a beautiful picture of the Lord Jesus' grace. Because the promises to the faithful Christian reach a climax as the believer shares the actual throne with Christ. Those who share Christ's victorious experiences on earth will have a victory similar to the victory of, of Christ led to his present position at the right hand of God in heaven. You see, listen to this. While the victory of believers leads to the privilege of sharing Christ's own earthly throne, this is crazy. And Luke chapter 19 talks about it. And Jesus Christ has overcome everything by dying on the cross for our sins because he loves us. He will grant us to sit with us. Amazing partakers, believers. Are you ready? Picture the Lord telling you, the door's open, knock, I'm going to open it. When you knock and you ask for something, God will open that door if he wants you to have it. If he doesn't want you to have it, he will stop that door and he will not let you in because he loves you. And he wants to protect you. But he rebukes, he chastens, and he loves us. And he wants to dine with you. He wants to sit down with you. He wants to, he wants to uh, have eternal, he wants you to have eternal salvation and eternity with him, man. Next week, we're going to talk about the, the, the sea of glass, like crystal, the dream that I had, man. In Revelation chapter 4, Revelation 4, the throne room of heaven you're gonna see but here he's talking about in the end of chapter three he you know overcome listen believers you can overcome the sin by being obedient to jesus christ by reading your bible every day look the holy spirit wants to work in you and the holy spirit also works in through the word of god Second Timothy 3.16, it says that all scriptures is inspired by God and, and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize that what is wrong in our lives, it, it corrects us when we're wrong and it teaches us to do what's right. Listen, believers, if you want a relationship with Jesus 
If you want to grow in His Word and you want to keep filling that void, uh, you know, with other things, then you're not going to make it. We need the Word of God, Jesus. Because God stands at the door and if you knock, He'll open it. Women, marry Jesus. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Father, we come before you. We thank you for the uh, radical Revelation chapter 3. And Lord, as we go to chapter 4, Father, we pray that you know believers come to you, Lord. What an awesome time we're having, Lord. What a radical day. Lord, thank you for this word. In your name, Jesus, amen. We thank you guys for logging on to growing in this word. What a radical day. What a radical time. God is on the throne. No matter what, he's in control. Jesus Christ will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He knows who you are. He knows your name. And he will never blot your name out if you receive him. And you receive Jesus Christ in your heart. And continue to read. Even though it's hard, read your word. Because God loves you guys and He wants a relationship with you. And He'll never forsake you. He'll never leave you. He loves you. He has a plan for you. And the door is open for you. He wants you to overcome uh, all your sin. Repent. Bring it before the throne. And He will make you partakers. Listen, Jesus Christ loves you guys, man. And <laughs> What a radical time. God bless you guys, and remember, no matter what you're going through, Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him, and he with me. You guys are overcomers, and that's the real message. You guys have overcome the obstacles in this life through the love of Jesus Christ. God bless you guys, and have a beautiful week.